Welcome to episode 43 of my podcast called Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. My name is Eero and I'm asking the question, is blogging dead? Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models and crank the music because it's time for the Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. I must admit that not so long ago, I didn't even really understand what blogging was. I thought it was kind of like an online journal slash diary type thing. I didn't really read any blogs. I didn't certainly didn't have my own blog. Um, I had no interest in blogs. As far as I was concerned, it was just something, some, you know, modern day bloody Y generation. (laughs) Sounds so old because I am. Um, Type thing. And I, yeah, I, I was like, I don't know what it is. And if I'm, I'm very much a man, if I don't understand something, I'm not interested. So for me, it was some young person's thing. I'd had Facebook before and that I was jack of that. I was like, whatever, it's a bunch of crap. Got off Facebook and I was pretty much like no social media at all. I know, I know that's hard to believe for some of you. I know that <laughs> we live in a world where... Everything is social media. Businesses are on social media. Bands are on social media. TV shows have their own social media. Um, Even soap. Soap has its own social media platforms. Blows my mind. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) without waffling on like an old man, yeah, blogging was kind of like this mysterious, but like I was, there was zero interest in it. And then what happened, uh, I may have told this story before, I was in a band, two-piece blues and roots band, and that sort of came to an end. And the other, the other bloke in the, uh, in the band said, mate, why don't you get back into your hobby? And why don't you start a blog so that you can find like-minded people, have a bit of a chit-chat, and go from there? Long story short, I did exactly what he suggested. I definitely got back into the hobby, uh, and it just grew and grew from there. The hob, just just the hobby. Um, but I also started a blog, and it was all very tentative at first, sort of uh, treading water and you know finding my way a little bit, and didn't really understand how to publish and how to add photos, and you know, so I sort of just stumbled along as best I could. Didn't really have any help from anyone, which is fine. I just sort of, you know, if I got stuck with something, I just Googled um, how to write a paragraph. <laughs> nah, it was it was a fairly straightforward sort of program. I joined up with WordPress and, uh, yeah, just started sort of very uh, sheepishly putting out a post uh, here and there. And it wasn't, um, I wasn't particularly prolific. It was just sort of a random one every now and then. I think it was like one in May and then I did one in the end of June and in July. And I'm talking, this was 2016, no, 2015. And what I found was, was that I I wasn't really that interested at first. I, you know, I was taking some photos and putting them on there of some orcs that I'd done and some Imperial Guardsmen that I'd done. Um, wasn't really getting much in the way of any views or any interaction. And I was very close to sort of just closing it down and thinking, well, that was kind of pointless. Then something wonderful happened. Well, it was already there. It's just that it finally dawned on me that there's a little search area (laughs) on the blog, on the WordPress, on the WordPress. That's how old I am. Um, And you could type in Warhammer. You could type in miniatures. You could type in 
dioramas. You could type in toy soldiers and wow, suddenly the blog came alive. I was like, aha. So I don't just put posts out there. I can actually find other people doing the same thing. Now I can hear you all laughing at me and I can actually hear and see you shaking your heads and saying, ah, yeah, mate, that's kind of how it works. Uh, (laughs) Because it's social. It's a social media platform. For me, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, I started to discover like-minded people. And the thing that really struck me was that, yes, we had some hobby interests um, similar, um, but the people were very much like me as well. That might sound a little bit odd. And what I mean by that is... um, similar sense of humor, similar personality traits and things like that. So not only did I start connecting with people just to say, hey, that's I like how you've painted this um, and I like how you've changed the head on this dude or I like your collection of soldiers. It wasn't just that. Suddenly we were sort of bantering. There was jokes and there was sort of references to like movies that we might have in common or something like that or even areas in the world that we might know about and, and, and have a similar interest in or something. So that was the key factor for me, the fact that I could connect with people of a similar mind to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't lonely or anything like that. I, I have a nice little network of friends. Um, we're all very close and I get to hang out with them and we get to, we're, we're in a band and we get to hang out and, and play music together and have a few drinks and lots and lots of laughs. So uh, there was nothing lacking in my life. I was, I, you know, I've got a, a beautiful family. There was no empty void that I needed to fill um, apart from the creative part. So the, like I said, the band was gone. So I needed to fill that that empty black void with something creative. I, I definitely need that in my life. Um, but I wasn't out searching for friends. I wasn't out searching for these connections. But lo and behold, I found them. Now, I've been blogging for five years and there's been times over those five years where it's been like a post every week or sometimes even two or three times a week. And then, you know, there's been other times when it's been like a month or so where I haven't got a chance to to post. But there were certainly some times, like for instance, when I first started my business back in 2017, July, um, I didn't have a whole bank of customers. So therefore, I was reading more blogs and I was posting more things in sort of my idle times, I suppose. And that was great. That really strengthened my own blog and I got a lot of traffic and all that kind of stuff. Over those years as well, um, some people have uh, stuck around, some people have disappeared. Um, and it's and it's an interesting thing because you, you, you can't help but form a fairly sort of tight community. And don't get me wrong, none of us are living in each other's pockets or anything like that. There's still that sort of at arm's distance kind of thing but with certain bloggers, you can't help but be drawn to, to some more than others, I suppose. And and with some of them, you do sort of start to get this idea of, actually, they're really cool. I'd like to meet them one day. Um, but then suddenly, they're just gone, <laughs> which is, you know, it sounds kind of sad, I suppose. And it is sad because suddenly they're just not around and you may not have had their email or their phone number or, or anything like that. So there's no other way of communicating with them except for via this blog. And then 
suddenly they're just gone. Now, who knows what it could be? It could be they've just had enough. It could be that they've got sick or something horrible like that. Um, it could be that they've gone on holiday for six months and they just didn't mention it in their po- post about space marines. <laughs> The other thing about the blog is obviously it's like a network. It's a social media network. So you might be reading someone's post about um, chaos space marines and then you see a comment from someone. It's a bit of a random or funny comment and you go, oh, I don't, what's that, who's that person? You click on their name and suddenly you find a girl who's, main thing is illustrations and she reviews comics or reviews books and she loves her coffee and she has pets and like and then suddenly you read you're you're connecting with her and you're reading about her posts and her interests and her passions or there's you know like for instance I never I never dreamed that I'd be I'd be finding it interesting to read a post about um napoleonic uh wartime uniforms but there's a chap on the blog who I follow who paints 172 miniatures as well but he also puts up posts about military uniforms. And I, I find it absolutely fascinating. So what I'm saying is, yeah, you might join it. You might be a mad, you might be a keen horseman, right? You love horses. You live and breathe horses, right? And you're on there and you put up horses on your posts and everything like that. But then in your searches and in your interactions with other, with other keen horse people, suddenly you find out that, uh, Ian over there who lives in Budapest, um, he's also got a mad passion for, uh, for, for cooking and especially to do with eggs. So, <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is you never know who you're going to find and what you're going to find when you start interacting with people via a blog. It's the unexpected finds, little treasures that I find on the blog that absolutely thrill me. That could be a personality. It could be an actual blogger that I go, this guy is bloody cool and I like the cut of his jib. It could be that. It could be simply the way um, people might write a story about their miniatures or something like that. The fluff, that's inverted commas, fluff. And it just draws me in. They don't really divulge anything personal and they don't talk about how they went about painting their miniatures. They just put them up and go, here's the story of my miniatures. I think that's really cool. But rumor has it that blogging is on a, a downward trajectory. It's losing popularity. It's contending with things like Instagram, Twitter, um, I don't know the other ones. <laughs> Is my space still around? No, no. Um, but it is. It's it's a dying trend. It's not as popular as it once was. Now I don't know how long it's been around for. I probably probably should have researched that. It's probably been around a lot longer than what I realised. And I'm sure when it first came about, everyone was mad for it. I guess like writing a letter, like with actual pen and paper, it's a dying thing. Some might say it's it's completely dead. I mean, you've got emails, you've got you've got uh, Zoom, you've got Skype, you've got texting, you've got DMs on Instagram. You know, you've got all these things that you can communicate with each other, but you're not writing. And I think blogging is basically a long typing session, uh, especially if you're like me, you're 
bit wordy and want to put lots of words in your blog and and free pictures and that i don't know that's that's kind of sad to me and I was thinking about it. I've just come back from a, a little trip away, a little solo trip, and I was think, giving it a lot of thought while I was away and wondering, you know, what it all means and why is it? Why is that the case? And I think it's down to the fact that most of us are time poor, aren't we? And sometimes we're time poor out of choice. Like we'd rather scroll through pictures then read someone's heartfelt words or or someone who's painstakingly planned a blog post and written everything to do with whatever topic they're talking about. You know, we don't, suddenly we don't, and when I say we, I mean us as a, a species, <laughs> suddenly we don't have time for that anymore. Suddenly we're too busy with this and we're too busy with that and we'd rather just a quick look at Instagram a quick click, a quick like, a quick comment, a quick emoji, and then we're done. And we, we've we've uh, ticked that box, that internal box of like, ah, oh, okay, I've done my social media bit today. <laughs> and look, that's okay. That's fine. If that's your life and if that's how you go about things, that's okay. You know, I'm a culprit of that myself. But there is really something to be said about reading. <laughs> Full stop. As I've mentioned before, I have a very busy life and I love it that way. Don't get me wrong. I, I can't be idle. <laughs> I definitely need to be a busy bee, that's for sure. Um, but I do miss, you know, those those pauses where you can just go, hmm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read a book for an hour, like an hour and a half, two hours maybe, on the weekend and just read. I'll have a cup of coffee sit out on the decking in the sun and read just quietly to myself. Like, I do miss that. It doesn't happen. I do miss it. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, blogging is a dying trend. Um, it's something that I think older people are doing it still. I think like me, you know. Um, I don't think 20-year-olds are doing it as much. I'm sure there are but the younger people out there, but I don't think as much. I think younger people are out there on Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter, and things like that. I think us older folk <laughs> who like to waffle on, uh, <laughs> you know, we like the written word. We like that interaction. We we don't want the interaction just to be a smiley face. We want it to be a, um, a conversation, you know, we do. I think we almost crave that in a way, and especially when it's something to do with our beloved hobby. I mean, that's why when I've in, when I've done the interviews, that's why we, whoever I'm talking to, we can talk for an hour. You know, we could probably talk a hell of a lot longer, but I need to trim it back for the sake of the podcast. But yeah, we could we could just go on and on and on, and that's what the blog allows us to do. <laughs> it's what our posts allow us to do. We can we can. Entertain the readers with our passion and our photos and our and our details of how we go about things and all that kind of stuff. And it's just magic. I think it's magic. So I'm waving the flag for bloggers and for blogs in general. Let's try and keep it alive because it's awesome. And let's not let it go the way of the dodo, go the way of the the written word, go the way of um, reading books. Let's try and Let's try and keep it alive, you know, as best we can. Now, 
Personally, I haven't done a whole great deal of blogging lately, but you know what? It's all there. (laughs) It's all in my notes. It's all in my head. It's just trying to get the time to do it. And uh, for me, like you can just write, this is what I've done and here's a photo. But I don't know. I like to put a bit of humor in there. I like to have a bit of a conversation. I like to make it as entertaining for me to write, but also for the reader to read, if that makes sense. So yes, I think blogging, sadly, is on a downward trajectory, but I'm going to do my best, my darndest, to keep it alive. It's the Imperial Rebel Org Podcast. You are listening to Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast with me, Eero, and it's episode 43, and it's time for the Hobby Spotlight, which is a little bit different this week. Um, it's it's basically on a comic book, well, a graphic novel, um, which was then made into a game and has lots of kick-ass miniatures in it. I'm talking about The Chronicles of Hate by Adrian Smith. Wow! Man, this is like... Oh, it's so good. The, 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 the graphic novel is literally very, very dark. So all the images are very shadowy and black and, and mostly done in black and white. I think there's some red in there as well. Um, and it's the kind of graphic novel that I wish I could draw and write. There's very little words, to be honest, but you can still grasp and understand what's going on with just, just the images alone, which is, which is incredibly clever, I say. So the Chronicle of Hate, volumes one and two, tells the story of a chap who basically rises up in a world where there's no more sun and the moon is burning and there's lots of horrible, horrible war bands and nasty warriors around who just want to, you know, cannibalize everyone and just cause absolute hell and anarchy. Um, (laughs) So this chap rises up and it's all about his plight to save the Earth Mother, which is an actual entity. And it's just kick-ass. It's just absolute kick-ass. Now, I was lucky enough to acquire uh, volumes one and two and the game, the whole kit and caboodle, um, a couple of years ago now, including the expansion pack as well, which is just as awesome. Um, now, uh, as as I've said many, many times before, I'm not really a gamer, but the, the the box comes with so many tokens and the board and and the cards and the rules and all these really cool and interesting stuff, which I'm sure makes for a really enjoyable game. Um, but for me, it's all about the miniatures. <laughs> they are beautiful sculpts. Um, they're all one piece, so there's no gluing or anything like that. No, uh, no so you can't really um, convert. Well, you could convert. Actually, I have converted. Yeah, so you definitely can do all the kit bashing and converting with other, with other third parties and stuff like that. But the actual models are just solid, you know, like the old-fashioned sort of soldiers, I suppose. Um, but so much better. <laughs> so much better. I mean, they're they're laden with skulls and chains and and giant axes and broadswords and spears, and you've got like you know like some sort of old warlock with antlers on his head riding some weird uh, beast, and you know they've got cloaks and you've got mutants, you've got like double-headed mutant monstrous type creatures as well. It's just oh, it's just amazing. The sculpts are really amazing. 
Um, to date, I've only painted two, would you believe? Now, I decided, this was years ago, I decided back then that what I'd do is to pay homage to the, to the actual graphic novels being in black and white, that I'd paint the miniatures black and white. And I'm going to stick to it, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's obviously a very simple palette, but it's interesting trying to recreate a black and white looking thing, uh, like a, like from a picture, you know what I mean? Making it uh, uh, look really cool and interesting, even though you're just using black and white and grey and, of course, um, a spattering of blood. Now, I believe the game Hate was a, a Kickstarter thing, like that's how it sort of came about, um, but then was reproduced after that. Now, I, I think you can go to Cool Minis or Not, the website there, and pick it up there. Um, and but I was lucky enough to get mine on eBay and at a pretty good price. But bear in mind, guys, there's a there's a ton of miniatures inside this box. There's, you get so many goodies. So expect to be paying a bit. You know, it's not going to be 50 bucks. Um, but well worth it, especially if you're into that sort of... Uh, that dark fantasy, that, you know, dark, scary-looking Vikings with giant axes, like I said before, and uh, just covered in skulls. If, <laughs> if that's your bag, then this, you got to get these miniatures, man. Like, they're, like, they are so cool. I can't rave about them enough. And, yeah, I've only painted two, and I've got a, I've got a whole lot more to go, but I'm looking forward to getting stuck into them. Hi there folks, this is Mike here from Starship Varenus. Check out my hobby work on Instagram and WordPress. Just search for at Starship Varenus. You are listening to the fantastic Imperial Rebel Org podcast. So what have I been up to in the hobby lately? Well, not a great deal again, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. As I mentioned before, I did go away when I was AWOL uh, for four nights and five days. Um, the kids were, well, the older kids were sort of laughing at me and were like, so what is it like a spiritual journey, Dad? Are you going to find yourself or something? Not quite. I just guess I needed to get my head out of the, the rat race a bit. I needed to... Um, sort of reset, I suppose. Um, I'm a big advocate of making sure you have time for yourself, and, I, and, I, and I'm very lucky to say that I do have time for myself as far as at night watching movies and, and um, doing a bit of hobby here and there and things like that. But I don't know. I just needed to uh, yeah, step away from the, from the madness that is uh, Eero's life and uh, do nothing, just pretty much just chill. I went down to the coast um, here in Australia, in Victoria, and uh, beautiful neck of the woods, uh, St. Andrews and a couple of other places. Um, and yeah, I literally just chilled, played a bit of guitar, yeah, watched a couple of movies. Um, it was really, really nice. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I did paint some miniatures. <laughs> I took a little travel kit and I painted a grand total of two. I painted a, uh, a German orc commander, captain, and uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed painting him, actually. He's got lots of nice little details. He was a, a model for a sculpt from Cromlech. Um, go check them out, too. Uh, and also painted his little grot um, sergeant. Was it a sergeant or corporal? Can't remember now. I think it was a sergeant. I, well, I called him a sergeant. And he was fun to paint as well. I haven't painted, I, I haven't painted many grots or snotlings, whatever you want to call them, um, in my time. Um, but this is probably my favourite one to have painted because he's German-themed, German Army World War II themed. And, yeah, it was good fun. 
Now, speaking of blogs, if you'd like to read any of my blog posts, feel free by typing in imperialrebelorc.wordpress.com and you'll find it. Um, I talk about everything from oh, orcs and blood and tabletop wargaming and but also some you know more personal stuff as well. And I don't get too personal on there. I don't give my address out. <laughs> but you know, I'd sort of it's a it's a um it's almost like a diary as well. That's how I kind of treat it roughly. So yeah, go check that out. You can also find me on Instagram which is Imperial Rebel Orc. You can also uh, email me imperialrebelorc at gmail dot com. Um, just want to say thanks to uh, Pete. He's a he's a blogger buddy of mine. He's a great dude. I will be doing a, um, a hobby spotlight on him eventually as well. And yeah, he's been emailing me a little bit lately. And uh, yeah, it's just nice to touch base on a personal level with some of the bloggers. Um, as I mentioned before, and probably <laughs> several times, I would love to actually meet um, uh, pretty much all of them and uh, and have a beer and talk about painting models, building models, uh, building dioramas, um, but we could also talk movies and songs and other interests, family, jobs, whatever. I reckon I'd get along with all of them. So who knows, I could eventually be knocking on my blogger buddy's door um, and uh, without them even knowing that I'm going to be there in a kind of stalkerish kind of... <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. That's it for episode 43. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, commenting and getting in touch and liking and all that kind of stuff. Thank you for reading the blog posts. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying doing the podcast. Um, there's lots more to discuss, lots more coming, uh, lots on my topic list and lots more interviews. Um, one I was kind of hoping to have done already, but that's okay. You know, there might be personal reasons and whatnot, um, is with someone within the industry. Now, um, I probably uh, spoke too soon, really, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm quite excited and I, I really do hope it comes to fruition. Um, but at this stage, yeah, there's been a bit of a lull in the communication between me and this person. So for whatever reason, it might be a personal reason, who knows? So uh, I'm just going to give them a bit of a wide berth and make contact. In a, in a few weeks and or maybe even after Christmas now because we're edging closer to the big day. Um, however, I will be interviewing someone just as cool and that's uh, my hobby dad. Uh, his name's Dave, but he goes by Tim, the imperfect modeler. I did a hobby spotlight on him back in episode nine, I think it was, and I'm super excited to be talking to him very soon very, very soon on the podcast. Um, I think that um, he's going to steal the show <laughs> because he's witty, he's funny, he's a, he's a good-looking bloke as well, and uh, he's got a lot to say. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to press record and let him run the show. He's going to be the man that's talking, and I'll just be the man that's listening. So no, very look, very much looking forward to that interview coming up very, very soon. But that's it for me, guys. Take care. Be good to yourself. Spread the word. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in episode 44. You've been listening to The Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast.